0: Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back, or welcome to Behind the Girl Boss. I'm your host, Amanda. And if you didn't know anything about me already, I'm Amanda. I'm a 22 year old content creator from Montreal, Canada. I also go to school full time at Concordia University studying communication studies. I work part-time while also working on this podcast on my YouTube, on my Instagram blogging, while owning an apparel brand, a candle company, and doing freelance work on the side. That's a little bit about me, and this podcast is called Behind the Girl Boss, and what I enjoy doing on this podcast is talking things such as business, business lifestyle, and I also interview quite a few amazing women who are such girl bosses, and on this episode we have yet another guest. For this episode, we have Courtney Rain Courtney is a full-time YouTuber, she has over 125,000 subscribers, she recently moved to Los Angeles, and she also recently just started her own podcast with her roommate called Ordinary Girl Podcast. On this episode, we basically talk all about her move to Los Angeles, her YouTube journey, and her podcast, and a lot more. So if you're interested in learning about Courtney's journey, please, please, please get ready for this episode, and I really do hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, what's up? And welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. So today we have yet another guest, and her name is Courtney. So hi, Courtney.
1: Hi. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for coming on. So do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself?
1: Yes. So uh, my name's Courtney Rain. I am a lifestyle YouTuber um, based in Penn. I was in Pittsburgh, um, and I just moved to Los Angeles in October, um, and I love it out here. It's amazing. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's about it. I started off doing more fashion and beauty content and then I went into challenges and vlogs and now I'm definitely in a Starbucks niche right now. People (laughs) love Starbucks for some reason.
0: Yeah. Starbucks is awesome. So um, before we get into like the interview part, I like to do like a little hot seat segment. Okay. So it's going to be three questions and you can answer whatever comes to mind first. Okay. So the first one is what is your go-to meal?
1: Oh, I just had chicken, broccoli, and
0: rice. So that's definitely gonna be it. <laughs> um, what is a skill you wish you had? I wish I could play the piano, yeah, piano. Mm-hmm. Yes, that would be that would be they- fun. I used to actually play like a long time ago, but like, I completely really? forgot how
1: well, they say it's one of the hardest, like instruments to play because, like you have to, like, You have to see it and then know what all the notes are. And there's so
0: many keys and they're all light.
1: And I mean, obviously like there's like the the higher, I don't know. I don't know how to play piano, but I wish I did. Yeah, it's hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the last one is, if you could be a part of a TV show, which would it be?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, Vampire Diaries.
0: Have you ever seen that? I've actually, no, I've never watched it, but so many people talk about it.
1: It is so good. Like it is, I don't know. I love it. Like I could do that over and over again
0: yeah i tried to like search it up on netflix but i don't think it's like available in canada so oh i don't really know (laughs) that would be a problem (laughs) yes um so we're just going to jump into the questions now um so where did you go to university and what was your major
1: yeah. So I went to a super, super small school in slippery rock, Pennsylvania. Um, it was called slippery rock university and I originally went for management and then I switched over to marketing and eventually I found myself in a major called integrated marketing communications. And then I specialized in social media, which is the perfect major for someone who wants to be in YouTube. Um, yes. it was just great cause it covers public relations, graphic design, video editing, um, communications, marketing, just like a whole umbrella of different topics.
0: That's cool. Was it, because you said you started in a different um, major, was it hard to do the switch or was it like pretty easy?
1: It it was relatively easy. Um, I did go through a little crisis at one point because I was in between So I went from management to marketing and then I had this quarter life crisis where I couldn't decide if I wanted to be a high school algebra teacher or if I wanted to do social media. And Mm -hmm. if I would have decided to do algebra, that would have been a very hard transition because that would have been switching from business to education, big hop. And it was going to add like a year and a half onto my time. But since I stayed within the business and communication you know section um yeah. it wasn't hard at all it didn't add any time which was really great So yeah.
0: So this kind of like leads into my next question. So like, have you always known you wanted to have a career in like content creation or were there like different things that you were thinking about?
1: Definitely not something I thought I was going to go into. It was almost like a dream. Like this is something I've always wanted to do, Mm -hmm. but I've always been told you have to get a practical job. Like you have to get um, that nine to five or you have to get a real job, air quotes. Um, And that's just kind of what I've always been taught. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I'll get my 9 to 5. And I just sort of thought YouTube was going to be a fun little hobby that I did on the side. Um, And then honestly, it was my Starbucks videos that sort of took off and allowed me to do this full time. And so it's kind of like a dream come true. Yes, Mm
0: -hmm. for sure. So when and why did you choose to leave Pittsburgh for LA? It
1: was weirdly. So I don't want to like get into it too much, but it was seriously Mm -hmm. a God thing. Like I prayed about it and then it all just sort of happened. Um, like I came to LA knowing very little people. And next thing you know, the very first day that I got here, I met Chaz Smith, who is, um, he was really big on Vine. And so I met him. He invited me to a cookout. Um, and next thing you know, I started meeting all these people. Um, a few days later, Chaz also invited me to go watch his basketball game. Um, (laughs) kind of is like a longer story than Mm -hmm. what it sounds, but he ended up getting hit in the face with basketball and we had to go sit in the hospital for like three or four hours. And then while I was sitting there in the waiting room, um, you know, I was talking to him and his friend. And next thing you know, I found out that there's a room available with his friends. Um, and it just sort of like all happened. Like it was crazy. I almost don't, it's almost like a blur how I got to LA because it just all happened. Like I almost feel like it wasn't even in my control. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. And I only pay like $700 in rent, which is wow. unheard of in yes. LA.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like I was looking at LA apartments like just for fun and stuff. Yeah. And some of them are so like overpriced. It's crazy.
1: They're insane. There's, if you want to get a good apartment, it's like $1,600 maybe. Mm-hmm. That's like on the cheap end. And yeah. then that's not including all the parking you have to pay for the utilities. Um, It's just, it's crazy.
0: For sure. So how has the transition been for you so far? Like, how's Ellie been treating you?
1: I love it. Um, There's definitely a honeymoon phase when you move here. Uh, That is for sure. Everyone kind of talks about the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely still in that. (laughs) Um, I moved here in October, so I don't even know how long that's been. Maybe like eight or nine, like nine months maybe. Um, And like, I love it. Like, there's not one bad thing that I have to say about it. I mean, with current situations going on at the moment, um LA can be a little scary place sometimes. Yes. Like you walk around and there's like wood boarded up on front of all of like the glass and all that stuff. So it's it could be a little scary at times, but I love it. Like everyone's so nice. The sunshine, the beaches, um literally don't have one complaint.
0: Is there like any um the kind of like the famous but like basic LA places um that you like enjoy going to?
1: Um I I don't I wouldn't necessarily say that they're famous, but there is, it's called the Culver Steps. It is my favorite place to go. It's very close to like where my house is. Um, And I don't necessarily think a whole lot of people know about it unless you Mm -hmm. live within my area, but it is this like really, really, really big like mountain that I guess it has like so many steps people go and work out on it all the time but once you get up there I mean you just get like this whole overview of LA and it's amazing it's like my little secret spot um I love to go and like read up there or if I'm having like a really just frustrating day and I need to like work out my frustrations like literally once you go up those steps I mean that's your workout but then you also get to like just hang out and like enjoy a view it's so like just like so peaceful up there
0: yeah, definitely a place that I should visit next time.
1: Yes, please do. <laughs>
0: um, so is there anywhere else you ever dream of living? No,
1: I've always wanted to move to LA. Like I had a big LA poster um, mm-hmm. on my wall when I was a kid. I've always wanted to move here. And now that I'm here, I get a lot of questions like, oh, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? And I'm like, LA, like I'm here. Like I'm here where I've always wanted to go. So that's um, awesome. was, yeah, this is just the best place.
0: It's good, though, because like a lot of people feel like when they move certain places, like they just don't fit in or it's like not what they were hoping for. So I'm like really glad that like everything worked out.
1: Yeah. Oh, which I'm I'm literally I don't. It's just so crazy. Like I I mean, I have seven roommates, so that that is a lot, <laughs> but they're all just so amazing. So I sort of like came to L.A. And one of the big thing that people usually complain about is that they're so lonely here. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I moved in, I have seven roommates and then we have a guy's house to our girl's house. It is so weird to explain, but there's um, a house down the road that has 10 guys in it. So I sort of moved in with like 18 automatic friends. Yes. So yeah, it's never, yeah, it's never a dull moment.
0: Awesome. So when did you post your first ever YouTube video and like what made you want to start on YouTube basically?
1: Oh my goodness. I have been, my very first ever one, I mean, I was posting when I was in middle school, like to be honest. Mm. Um, I I would post and then I would get embarrassed. Like I'd post in between um, like, like it, I guess it would be summer break that I would post a lot. And so I would do that. And then when school started, I would delete my videos because I would get really scared. And that was like a constant theme or around Christmas, I'd post a video and then I would delete it because I would get embarrassed. And I mean, that was a constant thing that I did for a really long time. And I'm upset with myself because I actually deleted the videos. I didn't even Private them. So I've been making videos. Oh my goodness, probably for like ten years, but not consistently. Yeah. It wasn't until I think my junior year. It was either my sophomore or my junior year of college that finally I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just gonna post it. Um, I went through a really bad breakup, and with that, I feel like everyone goes through this thing where they just want to like reinvent themselves or mm-hmm. uh, they're like, I need a hobby. And so I was like, I don't care anymore. Like, why do I care so much about what other people think of me? So I finally just did it. And I just started posting and it was so weird because I was afraid that people were going to, you know, be, I don't know, going to like bully me or look at me weird and make yeah. fun of me. Even in college, I was nervous, but I mean, I had friends being like, oh my gosh, can I be in your videos? Like it was, a whole, it was nothing like what I anticipated.
0: Yeah. Like I really relate to that. Cause I also, I had started like my YouTube channel when I was like 12 or 13. And like, mm-hmm. um, I went to like an all girls school and everything. And I would always post videos and I was like, okay, hey, like, I hope no one finds them. And then one time someone actually found them and they shared them with like everyone in my class and everything. And then people started making fun of me. And that like, was what I was like most afraid of so then I ended up deleting the whole entire channel and like just forgetting about it and then I restarted in college because I was like you know what like I don't care what people think about me anymore like I'm just gonna do it because like I love to do it and I think it's like I think it's important to like not focus on like what people think about us if we're doing something that makes us happy. Exactly and
1: one of the best advice that I usually give people when they get like whenever they're really insecure or they're afraid that their friends are going to find out or whatever, I always say, just start it, post videos, but don't post it on any of your other social mm-hmm. medias because your friends aren't going to know unless you post about it. Right. Like yeah. YouTube is such a big platform. Like, Unless you blow up, and then at that point, what are you really scared of? Like exactly. You know? um, yeah, I, I, that's what I did for a while. Is when I first started. I mean, obviously, I didn't care. I was like, whatever. I'm just gonna do it anyway. I don't care what people say. But at the same time, I didn't want to post about it because I knew my first couple videos were gonna be rough. Like you kind of
0: have yeah. to just know that. So yeah. <laughs> So you have over 130,000 subscribers. Was that growth from like one viral video or was it really like gradual?
1: I would say it's gradual. Like in a way it sort of frustrates me because I feel like some people just get that one viral video and it just blows up their channel. Like for me, I'll get like one viral viral air quotes video um, and it'll get like a lot of views and I might get 30,000 subscribers from that one video. But I've never, it's not like I got all of mine from one specific video, uh, which is kind of frustrating because I do, I see so many people just blow up over one video and mine's like so gradual.
0: (laughs) No, I feel (laughs) that.
1: Yeah. Like I,
0: yeah, like grow, I find like growing on YouTube can be like really hard. And sometimes there's like plateaus that you have and like sometimes you just don't know why, but.
1: Yeah, and I, I, was watching do you know Danielle Carroll?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm saying her name <laughs> But she she made a video once and she said if you're gonna do YouTube, you almost have to get used to the the ups and downs. Yeah like she's like there's gonna be times where your you know your videos and your subscribers are like extremely high views and people are subscribing all the time and you can gain like 50,000 subscribers in a month. And then she was like, then there's going to be months where you're losing subscribers or you're just not gaining at all. And she's like, you have to be able to just persevere through those times. Um, and so for, for a very long time, I was in one of those plateaus and I was like, why? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was so frustrated, but I mean, you just kind of have to push through it. Like YouTube is so weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of social media apps now are like that. Like you have like the good like months and then you have the bad months and I feel like you just have to kind of get used to that
1: Mm -hmm. and then with algorithm changes sometimes like Mm -hmm. they can so help you or they can severely hurt you
0: (laughs) yes for sure so how do you come up with your video ideas because like a lot of them are really creative and like the first one I ever saw from you like for me to find your channel was it was about like auditioning for the bachelor or something like that (laughs) so that was the first video I saw so like how do you come up with like those type of video ideas
1: so they usually come in waves. Like I go through slumps all the time, but whenever I get into this like grind mode, um, I just can come up with like so many. And sometimes it's just in like inspiration from other YouTubers. Mm-hmm. But that specific video, um, it was during Vlogmas. So I mean, I was coming up with so many different ideas because I had to post like I think it was like 28 times in yeah. December because I also I did the actual vlogmas, but then there was also a couple other posts that I had to do after vlogmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I was just trying to think, and me and my friends were actually talking about me auditioning to do The Bachelor. Yeah. And someone just threw out the idea. They were like, oh my goodness, what if you vlogged it and sent it to The Bachelor? Like me actually auditioning. Um, and so I was like, oh my gosh, like that's hilarious. And so we just kind of ran with it. A lot of my videos, um, I just sort of film and I hope for the best. Like (laughs) I've I've seen other YouTubers that like, I I mean, I hope I'm not exposing him too much, but like, for example, Chaz Smith, like he really thinks very strategically about his videos. Like Mm -hmm. um, it's not necessarily that they're scripted, but like, he's like, okay, I want this in this shot. I want this in this shot. Like here's, and he thinks about it. So it's almost like.
0: Like he plans it what was that like it's like i feel like some people like they're able to just like go in front of the camera just do what they think like will come to mind and then there's some people that they need to like kind of organize and plan it so i feel like there's two different types of yeah
1: yeah. And so that's what he does. And I mean, he's going to be great whenever, cause he wants to have a talk show one day mm-hmm. and he's like dabbling in that. And I think he's going to be amazing because he sees like the shots and stuff and he plans it out and he writes out scripts and all of that. He's amazing. But for me, I don't do that. I literally mm-hmm. just wing it every single time. And so even when I do collabs with people, I always tell them like, Hey, I'm down to do this video, but just a heads up, if it turns out really bad, I'm not going to post it because sometimes like you try an idea and it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Do you have a favorite video of yours?
1: Yes. Um, so people love my Starbucks videos, but they are not my favorite videos (laughs) to actually make. My favorite was either wearing Cardi B nails for 24 hours. (laughs) That video was horrific. It was terrible Uh, because I was wearing these like four inch nails. And then we decided to drive to Starbucks. And in the midst of this video, a friend, like one of my roommates got into a car accident. And so I had to drive 45 minutes in one direction to go pick her up. Then she wanted me to go to an eat. Keep in mind, I'm still wearing four inch long nails. And then she wanted me to go to a fast ER care that was like an hour and five minutes in the opposite direction for them to say, Hey, we can't really do anything for a concussion. Like you have to go to an emergency room. So then the emergency room she wanted me to go to was 50 minutes in the opposite direction. Wow. I was getting so frustrated. The whole video was a mess, but it was, <laughs> it was real and it was fun. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was last to leave my car. It was like, it was with my roommates and it was like last to leave the car wins like a hundred rolls of toilet paper. I don't know. It was like something along the lines of that. And that one was super fun because quarantine had just started. So we were like, let's just do this really funny video. Um, And I did the whole thing. We thought of the idea, we shot it and I edited it all within 36 hours. So it was, yeah, it was fast. And I slept during that time too. So it wasn't like I was up for 36 hours. So that was by far one of my favorites because it was also shot like a reality television show. So that was cool because I would like have them in the car. And then after the video, I took them outside of the car and interviewed them. And I was like, oh, what did you think of like the carpool karaoke or like what were your thoughts right before you got out of the car and like lost the competition? Like it was it was really cool.
0: That's cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. Um, So like has quarantine like kind of, I don't know how to put this, but like for some people it really made them like unmotivated. Has it like affected your like motivation for YouTube at all? Or has it just been the same?
1: Mine's the opposite. Like I took this opportunity. I was like, I am going to kill it during this time because it's such a good business opportunity because everyone is home and everyone is on their computer. And if you're working from home, you most likely can have YouTube on your other screen, your monitor, and you could be watching stuff. Um, and kids don't have school right now, or Mm -hmm. let's be real. If you're being like, if you're taking classes online, you're probably going to be on YouTube. And so I (laughs) took this opportunity as I am going to kill this. I am going to post three times a week and I'm going to be consistent. And I think I just took it in a different route than other people. Like I know Mm like David Dobrik, like he took a full-blown hiatus, um, and then some other people just stopped posting because they said that they, you know, they couldn't think of ideas to do at home, Um, but I just sort of ran with it. I mean, I'm definitely in a burnout stage right now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I kind of took it as an opportunity, and I, I have seen growth, like during this quarantine, so that's been nice.
0: Yeah, that's good. Like you said, like everyone's at home now. So like 99% of the time, like they're watching something, whether they're doing like doing things and all. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's a, like you said, it's a good, like business time too.
1: Oh, exactly. Cause that's, that's what I, I was like, I could rest during quarantine or I could take advantage of this and, exactly. because very few people right now could say, Ooh, like quarantine's benefited my business. Mm-hmm. So. Unless like you sell masks or something. Yeah. Or you're like Clorox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so YouTube is your main platform. Do you create on any other platforms?
1: Yes. So originally I was doing three videos a week on YouTube and I'm actually releasing a podcast in two weeks, which is really exciting. And so I'll have that. And then I also create um, IGTV videos once a week on Instagram now. And so there are many little vlogs. Like I'll go and you know, I'll tell people what my go-to Starbucks drink is, or, um, I don't know, like I'll talk about like serious topics. Like I have one lined up to post in in the next couple of days, which is about like anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. and so I definitely post on, yeah, it's my podcast, my Instagram and YouTube are like my, my new three ones.
0: Awesome. So what would you say is your favorite part about being a content creator?
1: I love the flexible schedule. That is my favorite part because I don't do, so I worked a nine to five, um, after Mm -hmm. college, I worked for a fashion corporation for a little bit. And then I realized like the corporate world wasn't really for me. So I started working for a small marketing firm, also realized it wasn't for me. So then I moved to Los Angeles, um, I'm so sorry. Can you ask me the question one more time? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so, what would you? Uh, yeah. What would you say is your favorite part about being a content creator?
1: Okay. Um, but yeah. So sorry. I like totally blanked there. That's, that's okay. such a Courtney moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I work the nine to five, and that's just not the way my brain works. I can't. I can't do a nine to five. I can't wake up every single day and only work from nine to five. I do better if i have I have filming days where I literally film from like nine a m to like eight p m and then I also have editing days where I post like I'll be at my computer from seven a m to midnight and I can just get all of my work done in two days a week rather than spacing it out all five days. so that is my favorite part for sure
0: so you said that you i don't know if you still do, but you used to post three times a week
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so how do you like manage to do that? Do you have an editor or do you do like everything entirely solo?
1: I do it all myself. So it, it's definitely challenging, but, um, so I'm 100% able to manage three videos a week and just those three videos a week, but with adding, um, so behind the scenes, I just got a new manager and I was, um, I was like creating merch and I was working on this podcast and then I started making IGTVs. And with all of that, like I couldn't manage it. Um, and so that it's, it's not that hard. Like for the three videos, I would film three videos in one day and then I would take the next two days to edit. And so that was my whole week. So I I Mm -hmm. personally didn't think it was that hard. Um, but yes, definitely could not manage three videos a week plus an IGTV plus a podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was, it was getting too much for me.
0: Do you have any like tips or advice for people that are like kind of struggling with time management or like organization?
1: Yes. It's really just, and I know this is going to be such a beauty pageant answer, but it's really like self-discipline. Like sit yourself at your computer and do not move. Um, I don't care if that means that you need to drink a hundred energy drinks. Okay. Maybe not a hundred. I'm not (laughs) promoting that, but I drink so, this is not healthy. So don't, don't recommend this, but I on my editing days i sit at my computer and i drink so many energy drinks to force myself to sit down because i don't like to sit still for very long yes but i will drink coffee i will drink energy drinks whatever it'll take for me to sit at my computer and just get it done because it really just comes down to like how bad you actually want it you know yeah for sure uh, because i i see these people who say that they want to do youtube and i'm all for it i'm like yes like do it i'm rooting for you but then they never post and i'm like yeah i'm like i don't i don't know like clearly you don't want it if you aren't posting because if you want to do something, you will make time to do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel like consistency is really like key in mm-hmm. YouTube for sure because I see some people that post like once a month only. And like for me, it does like it wouldn't interest me to like wait once a month for like someone to post unless like it's like a full blown like movie type of thing. But like yeah. other than that, like I feel like people really want like consistency so that like they don't forget about you in a way. That makes yeah. sense
1: and what's been interesting and i'm sorry if this goes into a tangent but what's been interesting is so i was posting three times a week and i thought i was like oh this is gonna um you know help my channel because i'm putting out so much content and weirdly enough i actually realized three videos a week was actually hurting my channel which is weird but so my videos in all were getting less views because i was posting so much like Uh, My audience doesn't have the time to watch all three of my videos. So they ended up just like picking and choosing. And so I would notice one time a week, one video would get a lot of views and then the other two would get like really crappy views. Yeah, It's, It's so interesting. So I am so intrigued to see what my analytics are and like what they look like now that I'm switching over to one time a week because my audience is going to watch that specific video rather than like yeah. picking one of three. So I'm, I'm really interested because I've always been the type of person that the more you post, the better it is, but yes. I'm kind of starting to realize that might not be accurate.
0: Yeah, I understand that. Um, so you spoke about how you're launching a podcast in two mm-hmm. weeks. So by the time this episode is up, the podcast would already be launched. So do you want to speak a bit about, like, what the podcast is about, if you can? Yeah, that is so
1: exciting. Um, Yeah, so it is called Ordinary Girl, and it kind of got sparked because I think, sorry, I I don't know, (laughs) I don't want to, like, Put too much of my beliefs on your podcast, but Mm -hmm. I believe that God does extraordinary things through ordinary people. And so it's going to be called Ordinary Girl. It's with my roommate, Kaylee. And Kaylee is literally my role model. She's someone that I've looked up to ever since I moved into this house. And I am so excited for other people to see her because she's not a social media um, influencer. She doesn't Mm -hmm. really have like any, you know, big platforms or anything. But this is her chance to like, actually like talk to people and for you guys to hear her. And so the podcast is just going to be a really fun, lighthearted podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about boys, um, ex-boyfriends, like embarrassing moments, all of that stuff. Um, we're definitely going to touch on faith because that's very important to both yeah. of us, but it's just going to be very lighthearted. We want this to be an, like an escape. We don't want it to be serious topics or anything. If we just want it to be like fun, lighthearted, something that you can listen to when you're having a really bad day and just, um, yeah, like just, just have a great day and it just like makes you laugh.
0: Awesome. Well, I can't wait to listen to it. It sounds interesting. Yeah. We bought all of the equipment and
1: everything and it, we're literally embracing the fact that we are two ordinary girls. Like we yeah. don't have, like, I don't consider myself like, I, don't, I really don't consider myself like that big on YouTube. And so I'm like, okay, we are literally two ordinary girls starting a podcast. We're going to be sitting in our car. Like the whole podcast mm-hmm. is in our car and I mean, there's nothing really like super like crazy different about us. We're just ordinary. And I think that's going to be something that's really relatable.
0: Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, So if someone is interested in starting their own like YouTube channel, what would you tell them that they need like equipment wise or anything like that?
1: I have always said that people need like a good quality camera because I've always heard people say, oh, you can film on your iPhone. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You cannot film on your iPhone. But I actually just took a trip to Kentucky and I met with Paul and Morgan. They are two YouTubers um, and they create like um, Christian advice type Mm -hmm. videos, they film on their iPhone. And I was like, this is crazy. So honestly, if you have a newer iPhone, like I would have never, ever known their quality is really good. I would have never known. They also use two just desk lights. Like that's what they use to light themselves up. Um, and I don't mean to expose them, (laughs) but (laughs) it, it was crazy to see that because I've always said you cannot film on your iPhone. So now that I know that get your iPhone, like it, but film on your back camera, <laughs> Not Yes, <your> back yes. <laughs>
0: camera.
1: but even like, I just got the iPhone 11,
0: 11 pro. max
1: pro. Yeah. Um, and like, I love this thing. Like it's the best thing ever. And if you just filmed on this thing, you could 100% just vlog on it. Um, as for other equipment, I mean, I use a Canon G seven X. Um, and if that was the only camera you wanted that was like, that's seriously all you would need. I love mm-hmm. that camera. It's great audio. It's super easy. And then I edit on Final
0: Cut Pro. Um. So the last question I have is if you have any advice or tips um, or any like final words for anyone that like is trying to pursue a career in content creation.
1: Mm-hmm. That is a great question. I would say start like that. It sounds silly, but that is the number one thing that I would probably say is like start (laughs) because Mm -hmm. so many times that I finally, someone had to tell, like, I had someone in my friend group finally just tell me, she's like, if you just keep talking about YouTube, why don't you just start? And it's, if you don't start, you're going to be in this forever cycle of looking up advice or looking up, what's the best equipment to do, to use, or what's the best editing, and you just watch all of these videos on, like, how to be successful on YouTube, but by watching those videos, you will never start growing at all, or you will never start a platform, because you're just, you're just, learning and you're just watching yeah. and it's so many people to come into my inbox and they'll ask like, Hey, like, do you have any advice for me? I'm literally like, start, like start tomorrow <laughs> and like stay consistent with it. And then I feel like once you have maybe like 500 subscribers, like come back and ask me more questions because then we can talk over what does your quality look like? Or what are your tags or, um, you know, how are you ranking in the search engines? But I think like the number one thing is like just start because weirdly enough, that's actually one of the hardest things. Yeah, to get over that fear and just finally just start posting.
0: Well, perfect. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Again, it was so nice talking to you. Um, Before you leave, do you want to shout out any of your socials so people can find you?
1: Yes. So it is Courtney Rain on YouTube and then on Instagram and all of my other platforms. It is at Courtney Rain underscore and Rain is R-A-I-N-E.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much once again. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. I really do hope you enjoyed it and I hope you got to learn a little bit more about Courtney. And if you didn't know who she was, I hope you got to find a new YouTuber to watch. Please go support her on her social medias like her Instagram, YouTube, and the new podcast that she mentioned during the episode. If you want to support me, please don't be shy. My personal Instagram is at itsamandawan and my podcast Instagram is at behind the boss. and you can also find me on YouTube at itsamandawan. Please don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast so that you're going to be notified whenever I post a new episode and please also leave a review if you can. It would really, really, really mean a lot. So thank you guys once again for listening to this episode and I will hear you next time.